sports science, strength and conditioning, high performance coaching. Welcome to the Decoding Excellence Show. Hey everybody, it's your host Adam Ringler and today for this episode, rather than advertising for some sport performance technology company about whatever latest gizmo that they may have, I want to remind you of two things. Number one, I have a monthly newsletter that goes out chocked full of great research articles, interesting tidbits, quotes, books I'm reading, things I'm finding fascinating. It is essentially the birch box of newsletters. You don't know exactly what you're going to get week to week, month to month, But what you can guarantee is that it's going to be chock full of good things. Head over to adamringler.com forward slash newsletter. Pop in your email and sign up today. You will not regret it. And I won't spam you with 8 million different uh, emails, you know, every week, every day, every month. So check it out. Adamringler.com forward slash newsletter. Secondly, I get emails and messages every single publication talking about How can we support the Decoding Excellence show and the mission that you're bringing to us? And the easiest way is buy me a coffee. No, don't actually physically buy me a coffee. Head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Adam Ringler. And there you can find in an easy donation way, you can pop in your your information and you can essentially buy the show a coffee, a $5 latte, if you will. And what we'll do with that is those proceeds from that donation will go immediately into the hosting fees for both the website and the Decoding Excellence show. So we can continue to bring this show to you via iTunes, Spotify, whatever podcast player of your choice. So check it out, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Adam Ringler. Hey, everybody. On this week's episode of the Decoding Excellence show, I'm going to be discussing some of the differences in coaches that might be more naturally introverted versus extroverted and what we can learn from each other in this episode. How can we apply some of the behaviors, some of the tactics, some of the techniques that naturally our opposite counterparts do? So whether you're an introvert listening to the show quietly uh, away from a group, away from everybody else with your hood up and your headphones in, or you're naturally an extrovert, what can we learn from each other to really try to make our conversations, our connections, and our ability to relate and connect with other athletes and coaches better in the new year? So without further ado, here is my episode of the Decoding Excellence Show talking about introverts and extroverts and what we can learn from each other. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's Decoding Excellence show. We have a great one for you because this week, much like we said in the intro, we're going to discuss some of the things, some of the differences between coaches on the floor, whether you're an introvert or extrovert, how you can maybe apply the skill set from the other half. Regardless of whether you're an introvert, there's lessons to be learned from extroverts, or if you're vice versa, if you're naturally an extrovert that loves the social uh, scene and can hold a conversation with anybody, then uh, what can you learn from the introverts, right? So I thought I would start the show just by simply uh, maybe making a confession, right? I am naturally, despite having a podcast show and um, sharing some publications online, I'm probably 
a introvert. I, I And I say probably loosely, I definitely, definitely am. It's how I recharge. Uh, it's what I do to get my energy back is to have quiet, more uh, um, solo time to reflect and to essentially recharge, um, which might be very different than sort of my work persona, right? Where I think by nature, uh, leading people and, and certainly leading people through strength conditioning sessions that uh, it just is a benefit, I think, to be more extroverted, to be able to create some of that dynamic in that atmosphere, in that environment. But certainly uh, 51% of the time versus 49%, I am more of an introvert, but I can turn it on and turn it off uh, regardless of uh, where we're at, right? So, um, and I say all this because, you know, having moments where I am probably more naturally introverted and moments where I have to be more extroverted, there's lessons that we can learn from each other, right? And that's what the nature of this show uh, this week is I wanted to discuss some of the things I've seen in a strength conditioning perspective of uh, of what we can learn from each other. So I thought the first thing we would start off with is that extroverts can learn to uh, to listen like the introverts, right? And I think that's something that introverts have always had a uh, maybe a, a leg up on our extrovert counterparts is because we've always had a um, strong listening ability or an observational skills. And I think sometimes extroverts have a tendency of wanting to run away with the conversation and they're so engaged in it and they're so dynamic that sometimes as a result of that, they uh, they fail to listen. And I think so much of human communication and our ability of making connections and listening to other people is uh, and, and really understanding other people is built around effective listening. So uh, my recommendation to extroverts would be to take a step back and really try to invest more in listening than in actually carrying the conversation. Um, which can be hard for for each respective counterpart to do. And what can what what can introverts uh, introverts do? What can we do a little bit better? Well, we can learn to make conversations better. Um, and that is, you know, socializing or conversational skills probably doesn't come naturally for most introverts. And so just by simply uh, recognizing, uh, in our counterparts, sort of what their strengths are, we can start to understand how to how to make more small talk with coworkers, how to uh, to relate to other people, and even though that might mean stepping outside your comfort zone, that's a huge part of what we do is is you know to not only make connections with people. Yeah, we need to listen, and we need to uh, uh, connect with them and understand them deeply. But we also need to be able to uh, to have some conversational icebreakers and make some small talk. So I would challenge my introvert counterparts to try to uh, try to make more small talk to try to and not not to make more small talk just for simple small talk nature, but to challenge yourself to carry a conversation, to get outside of yourself, to get outside your comfort zone and make those uh, make those connections. Right. Moving on. So I also think that for our extrovert counterparts to rather than operating at more of a superficial level to really try to deepen conversations, 
So what I mean by that is when you're in a social environment, let's say you're heading out to a NSCA coaches conference or CSCCA national conference, uh, rather than just sort of uh, operating at a 30,000 foot view uh, level of a conversation to ra- rather than having, you know, these micro conversations with everybody, bing, 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 you know, being a social butterfly, try to have more meaningful, deeper conversations with a few people. And I think that can be a very valuable uh, skill set to develop for our extroverts so that you can, again, you can have deeper conversations. You can uh, form those deeper connections with people. And for our introverts out there who might be listening to the show, uh, you know, try to be a little bit more open-minded. Try to be a little bit more daring. Go extend yourself. Try to do some different things rather than just seeking out the comfort of the one or two or three coaches or let's say, you know, 10 different coaches. Rather than going out to them, go meet some new people. <laughs> uh, step outside that comfort zone and introduce yourself to other coaches uh, at these, you know, coaches conferences and, uh, you know, extend your hand, have a handshake and and try to meet some people. And that can be very daunting, I think, for both people, right? For both sides of the coin, the introverts that need to step outside their comfort zone and make, you know, new connections in this field. And for the extroverts to try to deepen the relationships and the connections that they have uh, with other people. And then maybe lastly, moving on, that, um, you know, I think sometimes extroverts can be so busy in their normal day to day, right? And just uh, because that's sort of how they operate, right? They they naturally will, um, you know, seek out that social connection with other people. That as a result of that, you might not prioritize enough time to have more quiet reflection periods of your day. And so, I would encourage extroverts to try to get outside of their normal social construct and try to find or create periods of time where you're alone, where you can reflect and you can have a, maybe a little bit more mindfulness. We Again, I feel like every show I talk about mindfulness meditation, but trying to challenge yourself with being alone more and trying to, you know, essentially seek out some of those reflection periods. And for our introverts, maybe trying to think about opportunities where you can get outside of that alone time and lean on the support network of other people. So going out and asking uh, your peers, your coworkers, your counterparts for ideas or help in, in certain avenues, brainstorming in, in larger group settings or you know, going out and putting yourself out in social uh, situations where you know, might be doing some small group work or some uh, um, leaning on that sort of network. And I think there's such valuable skill sets in each side of the coin, it makes me think of uh, of an incredible book by Susan Cain called Quiet, which has goes on and essentially is a you know a self confessed introvert in her world, in her work, and goes on to talk a lot about um, some of the the unique qualities that introverts bring into our world. And what she goes on and talks about is that, you know, essentially Western cultures portrays the extroversion as the ideal version of success, that whether you're an introvert or naturally an extrovert, that you should no matter what seek that sort of extroversion part of yourself. And there's a part of me that really relates to that, 
right? Especially in coaching, which we we have to be energy givers. We have to set the environment, set the temperature um, as a thermostat of the room, right? Metaphorically speaking, that we need to bring that energy every single day. And I would challenge that it's very, very difficult to do that as an introvert, to be able to turn that on and, and create energy and create spark and be dynamic and create that presence as a natural introvert. So I would, um, while I relate to what, you know, Susan Cain is saying in this, in this book of hers, Quiet, I do think that there is a reason behind it for the coaching world. I definitely think that there's also some benefits of being an introvert, right? If you know how to turn the switch on and off, there's a lot of different things you can do with it, right? You can be able to form those connections with uh, with your athletes or with your coaching staff because you can have those deeper, meaningful conversations. But if you flip that introverted sort of switch off and you you flip the extroversion one on, right? You can also create that spark in the weight room or spark in that coaching environment that is so desperately needed. So I I don't think it's if or, you know, if or and. I don't think it has to be a polarizing opposite. You're this or you're that. I think we can harness the best qualities of both, right? You can be an extrovert and an introvert. You need to be able to harness both of those and be able to turn it on, on and off. So if you're an introvert and you don't like small talk, right, I think you're going to miss some of the, 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 the little moments throughout your day where you can um, connect with people on a very superficial level that may lead to a deeper, more engaged, profound conversation, but if you never make those simple connections at a superficial level, you'll never get down to that, that deeper level as well. And on the vice versa, if you're always operating on that superficial micro level of conversation or macro level of conversation, you'll never get into that deeper engaged connection uh, that maybe an introvert would. So is it that you have to be one or the other? Absolutely not. You don't. I think you could be both, right? And I think we need to harness, we need to champion both and sort of our Western civilization. I, I don't think that naturally happens. I think a lot of our introverts feel shunned in the workplace and they try to bring themselves out. Extroverts walk in naturally and they're, they are champion already. There's benefits to learning both. Just to wrap up this conversation and this quick micro uh, show, right? Our introverts, I think they they need to be able to make conversations and hold a conversation like our extrovert counterparts. Our extroverts need to be able to dive in deeper into those meaningful, engaged conversations and make some of those connections that maybe wouldn't otherwise typically would. Our introverts need to be able to get outside of themselves, ask more, ask more, uh, more questions, ask for help, and work in smaller teams, and work in, in, in brainstorm in, in larger groups, and get outside of the one or two or three or small little network that they know, and uh, and make some new connections with people. And our extroverts need to deepen the already conversations and the connections that they have, and go deeper into those. And then lastly, I think again, our our extra. Our introverts need to be able to be comfortable asking for help in other uh, in those capacities, and I think our extroverts need to be able to go in and uh, and take the qualities of what our introverts offer and be able to have moments of quiet reflection and really try to recharge their batteries. So again, essentially, we're filling buckets that aren't filled. If you're an introvert, 
Look at some of the qualities that our extroverts do and try to extend yourself and challenge yourself to go out, seek those opportunities and try to do those things. If you're naturally an extrovert, look at the qualities our introverts do. The, uh, the quiet moments of reflection, the deeper conversations, the, the ability to try to connect on a more one-on-one level. Let's challenge ourselves and challenge yourself to try to add qualities like a yin-yang symbol. Add some of the qualities of the opposite counterpart. What, what doesn't come natural to you, start to add those qualities and those characteristics and those habits and those behaviors into your day-to-day Deepen your ability to connect with other people one way or another, depending on whether you're naturally an introvert or an extrovert. And let's try to extend ourselves to see through the lens of our opposite counterparts. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Decoding Excellence show. I hope you took something away from this show, right? The discussion on the qualities and the values and the benefits that introverts can bring to the workplace, but also recognizing what our extroverts do incredibly well. And my hope is that throughout this show that you maybe took something away where you can say, hey, you know what? I need to try to work on that. I need to try to work on creating more meaningful, deeper conversations like my introvert counterparts do, or I need to put myself in situations where I extend myself and and make some new networks and and sort of uh, get outside the comfort zones of the three or four or five or 10 people that I might communicate with on a daily basis. There's such a huge benefit to the other side of the coin, and I want to make sure that we approach it by recognizing the values that each counterparts bring and try to challenge ourselves and challenge yourself to doing more of those qualities in this new year. So I really appreciate you guys listening to these micro shows. I've been getting some great feedback from you. So please continue reaching out, sharing this show, whether it's on social media or whatever platform of your choice. If you take anything away from it, uh, let me know. I I love hearing your guys' feedback. I really Uh, get a lot of uh, benefit and value and satisfaction from hearing from you guys about the lessons, about some of the things, about uh, what we talk about on each one of these shows. So reach out to me on social media at Adam Ringler. And as always, there's a number of different ways that you can support the show, right? The first thing is I have a monthly newsletter that goes out. It is located at adamringler.com forward slash newsletter. And like I said in the intro, it is chocked full of great articles, research papers, um, sort of daily notes, things I'm finding fascinating and experimenting with and being a human guinea pig with to try to change my own behaviors, my own habits, but ultimately to really try to improve my life and get something a little bit more meaningful out of it. So uh, head over to adamringler.com forward slash newsletter. Pop in your email and I promise you, you'll get the welcome email and you'll start receiving those monthly updates and you won't regret it. I'm not gonna send you a bunch of spam messages or anything like that. I really think that you'll get a lot out of it and, uh, and check it out. I get questions every single time we publish either an article or the latest update to the Decoding Excellence show. And the question I often receive is, how do I support this show? 
Well, we have a new way that the audience and the crowd and everybody else here can support the Decoding Excellence show. Head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Adam Ringler. It's actually not buying me a coffee. I know the name sounds sort of uh, confusing or misleading, if you will. But what it is, is it's a a platform, sort of a crowdsourcing way of, uh, of donating to the show. And the idea is that you would donate a coffee, right? $5, $4 or whatever to the Decoding Excellence show. And what we do with this is we turn the proceeds directly over to supporting the hosting of the Decoding Excellence show on whether it's on Spotify or on Simplecast or iTunes and elsewhere. And it, it supports the hosting fees for our website and the Decoding Excellence uh, Decoding Excellence show. So if you want to support the show, you can buy me a coffee. You can buy seven coffees. You buy yourself a coffee. Otherwise, please head over, check it out. It is buymeacoffee.com forward slash Adam Ringler. I'll include it in the show notes. And as always, thank you for supporting the Decoding Excellence show.